0: Hello world, my name is Hannah, and this is my world, where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world, and welcome back. So, it is the holiday season, and I am officially on winter break. Woo woo! I am so excited. The kids are actually on their second week, I think, now of winter break. Uh, they were able to finish their semester early, which, uh, by the way, I would tell you is a plus in being virtual because you get to go at your own pace so you can finish a little bit earlier. And it worked out perfect for us because I am in the middle of a peak season at work. And so, because things were getting busier for me, trying to be their learning guide while also still working was just making things rather hectic. I mean, I've adjusted and I've made, you know, The accommodations that needed to be made in order to manage everything. But trust and believe, when I tell you that when they were done with their classes and I was like, oh, I don't have to be a learning guide for the next two weeks, praise the Lord. (laughs) I was excited about that thing. Okay, y'all just don't even understand. I was super excited about it and I just let them do whatever. I was just like, listen, we have been on a structured, plan for the past you know what four months or whatever you guys are done I don't care sleep in just as make sure make sure when you get up that you brush your teeth wash your face fix yourself some breakfast and get dressed like don't just stay in your pajamas all day and you know walk around with bad breath those were my only stipulations for them but I just let them go on and be free and have fun so that I could just get up and go to work still because that's what I had to do But I am glad that I am officially on break myself. So now I can just relax. And when I say that I'm going to break, because usually I would still be checking my emails. I may not answer them, but I would prep them. I'm not even going to do that, y'all. Like I have shut my computer down. I said I was going to try and find a blanket big enough to just throw over my desk. So when I walk into my office, I don't even have to look at it. It's like it's not there. When I tell you that, you know, this has been... it's it's just basically you know changed my my home dynamic you know it's it's so different and and I'm pretty sure I've talked about this in episodes before and that you know we have been talking about this throughout this this entire year because everything has had to go remote and be virtual and all these other things but It is different having your job at home with you. Like I do not miss my commute to work and I don't look forward to when I actually have to start taking that commute again when we return back to the office. But one of the things that I can say that I appreciate about the commute and that's the thing I'm going to push a pause, um, push a pin in that for a minute because this is why there is always something that you can be grateful for no matter your situation. And I do understand that some situations it's harder to see that silver lining or harder to see that thing to be grateful for. And but just generally speaking, I'm just saying this is why there's always something to be thankful for, no matter what, because here it is. I'm straight up telling you, I don't like my commute to work. It literally takes me about 45 minutes to to get to work depending on traffic so that's about what an hour and a half of my day that's spent in a car so you know here it is i've gotten this hour and a half back which i'm grateful for but what i am grateful for in that hour and a half that i would lose driving to and from work is the fact that it gave me an opportunity to decompress on my way coming home like it gave me an opportunity to kind of just leave my job at my job and get my mind prepared to step into my role as wife and mom. And I don't have that anymore working remotely because it's like there is no separation between work and home. I mean, the only separation that I can try to create is is you know coming out of my office but if I need to go into the office for something like for a pen or you know whatever or if I just want to walk into my front room you know I walk in there and I see my desk and I'm reminded of my job and sometimes I will sit down and I will check emails even when I'm off the clock and I know y'all like Hannah no why are you doing that but it's just it happens because it's there you're like my job is in my home now you know and so It's it's just it's interesting, you know, and so that's why this break, I am completely shutting down and I'm really going to take care, you know, embrace that whole self care that they've been saying that we need to do and you know, those student emails will just have to wait. You will get responded to when I return. (laughs) But for now, Hannah is on break and she's gonna enjoy it. But what I wanted to talk to you guys about, um, today is really it has to do with the holiday season it has to do with like traditions or you know things that you do with your family um over the holidays and like one of the biggest things is the debate whether or not you let your kids believe in Santa and I'm pretty sure that having this episode now is probably late in the game I probably should have talked about it earlier but um it came to me to talk about today. <laughs> so anyways, um, but I would like to know from you guys, please go ahead, send in your listener letters and let me know. Do you let your kids believe in Santa Claus? Now, as a kid myself growing up, I did not believe my mom told me straight up your daddy and I buy your Christmas gifts. You know, it was one of those conversations where she was just like helping me use my own logic to defy all of the myths and um <laughs> little story that we try to tell kids on how santa you know um is able to deliver presents across the world so she always said to me she was like first of hand first of all Hannah, think about it when you open your gifts um on christmas day how many of those gifts say from santa They all say that they're from somebody and that's how it was in my house. Like the gift, if it was from my mom and dad, it said to Hannah from mom and dad. If it was from my auntie, you know, from a cousin or whoever, it always had the sender's name on it. So no, none of them were for Santa Claus. Um, And then I live in Florida, so (laughs) we don't have snow. Uh, We did not have a chimney in our house. So all those questions and everything you know, it just, it was like, huh, how does that happen? And of course, everything is answered with magic, right? Like, oh, it's just the magic of Christmas. And then of course, when the movie um, Santa Claus came out uh, with Tim Allen, of course, that just showed you all of the the storylines like, oh, a chimney just appears, you know, so Santa can come down. Um, My mother grew up in Jamaica. And so she, as a child she actually did believe in Santa Claus and it wasn't until one night that she was coming down the stairs and she saw her uncle putting together the the toys for them and so she put two and two together and realized like oh and so she was devastated and so her reasoning has always been I did not want to put my children through the same devastation that I experienced finding out that Santa Claus wasn't real. And so I was just like, okay, I get it. But one of the cool things about my mom that I like and that I really wanted to incorporate with my children is the fact that even though my mom told me that Santa wasn't real, she let me believe in the magic of Christmas. You know, she let me believe in the whole, you know, um, joyous of it all of celebrating and and talking about a santa claus and talking about how he comes to visit you know it was just the the whole magic the 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 conversations that put smiles on your faces you know when you think about movies like Thirty Four miracle on 34th street or one of my favorites the polar express and um the, Pol- the polar express and uh a muppets christmas carol are two of my all-time favorite christmas movies and just recently Jingle jangle has made the list now i know that some people have favorites like home alone one two and three um or just home alone two like my son that's his favorite christmas movie or they may like Christmas with the Cranks or you know National Lapoon's Vacation like I get it but mine is the Polar Express because I think it's such a sweet Christmas story and I've always been a fan of the Christmas Carol however my favorite is a Muppets Christmas Carol because I just love the way that they tell the story now Disney has a version too that I, I, I like um, a lot also but Nothing to me tops A Muffet Christmas Carol. That's, it's just a phenomenal movie. But anyways, you know, those little movies with the little stories that go along with it, um you know santa claus is always watching for me it was just like yeah santa is always watching because santa is mom and dad mom and dad see what you're doing all the time at least when you're around them you know and if mom and dad got a great village even when you with somebody else mom and dad is still watching because the village will let mom and dad know so i mean truth be told we as parents or grandparents or whoever if you're taking care of children you are the santa in their lives you know and so it's it's great and i love the fact that my mom let me um believe in the magic of it all because it was just a special time and so christmas um has always been one of my favorite holidays that and fourth of july i don't know if i ever talked to you guys about me slightly being a a pyromaniac but or a pyrotech uh but we'll leave that for another story at another time (laughs) but no this is my favorite time of year going into the fall winter seasons even though florida doesn't get to really experience what fall or winter really is I love this time of year starting from like Thanksgiving because it's just the the changing of the seasons. And I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and I was telling her that one of the reasons why I truly love this time of year is because of the fact of what it simplifies for me. And that is that during the fall, that's when the weather is changing. The, The leaves on the trees are starting to change, you know, um, animals who hibernate are preparing for hibernation over the winter season. And, and what happens is, is that there's this preparation that takes place for your winter season. You know, um, I'm not going to get Game of Thrones on you, but winter is coming. <laughs> but no, seriously, you know, um, there is, it's the preparation for your winter season. Your winter season can look like that dry season that drought right because everything is covered um you know the trees all the leaves if you live in a northern state or a northern area um the the leaves on the trees have all fallen and they're they seem to be dead but they're not and so here it is everything is just covered you know um and again if you live in an area where it snows It's covered with snow and everything is just white and it's calm and it's peaceful. And, you know, the animals are sleeping or they've gone south for the winter. But there, this winter season, it represents this time of being still. Like so you had the fall where you were preparing for your winter season. Make sure that you had everything that you need to last throughout the winter. But then in the winter season it's the time where you're still peace be still you know be still and know that I am God it's like it's that time of being peaceful and being still to listen to hear what is the plan what's what's next how do I move and if you think about it with our lives it's the same thing like this is the time of year where I start prepping my goals for the new year and this is a time where I get still and I'm asking God okay God what is the plan what not what what is Hannah's agenda but what is your agenda for Hannah in this upcoming year what goals should I be putting down on my list you know and that's why I love this time because of what it it simplifies because when winter is over what comes spring and there's spring and then there's new life that is created there you know the the cherry blossoms start to, to come out the flowers start to bloom the bees are buzzing you know there's love in the air all of these things and it's because you had this moment you had this time of preparation in the fall you had this moment of being still and hearing what is to come in preparation for you to spring forward into your future into your destiny into your breakthrough so that's why I love this time of year because of what it represents but and so uh, my mom allowing me to participate in the, you know, go seeing of the lights or going to see Santa Claus and taking a picture with him and all these different things to me, it just brought an extra joy to it, you know. Um, And yes, as a believer, I know that this season is about the birth of Christ. It is all about how God gave. And that's what Christmas is all about it's about giving it's about the fact that we are looking for opportunities to give and to be a blessing to other people and not just receive like I enjoy going gift shopping for others and being able to be a blessing to them and yeah I'm not gonna lie it's great to receive gifts too and you know I've been blessed with a husband who is a great gift giver um but for me I love the wrapping of the presents I love putting them under the tree I love watching the kids tear them apart I love watching whoever I've given a gift to open it and see the joy and excitement on their face because of what you know I wanted to bless them with or because what I heard them say that they wanted and I was able to give it to them and so all that has been fun um But it's interesting because everybody's household is is different. Like their dynamics are different. And so like Anthony, uh, he grew up believing in Santa Claus. So when we were preparing to get married, these are conversations that we had. And so we had this agreement and I think I may have shared this with you guys before because I didn't grow up participating in Halloween and, um, he grew up in, you know, believing in Santa Claus. And so our agreement was like, okay, well, we're going to try to mix the two different, um, experiences childhood experiences and create our own and so the way that we started off with doing that was the kids weren't going to participate in halloween um but we were going to let them believe in christmas and so over the years it all changed it all changed because um i uh fell in love with the idea and whoever created this idea i think you're genius but i fell in love with the idea of allowing kids to dress up like as a character And and it being called character day versus it being called halloween And, um, and it's nothing, it's not like I have anything against Halloween. It's just that what it, it represents, you know what I'm saying? And what little kids think it is like for my kids it's just a day that everybody in the world dresses up because my kids play dress up all the time like my my son is always some type of superhero and skyline goes between being like a superhero or like being wonder woman to being a descendant to being a princess like that's all it is it's it's just playing dress up and I think for me as a child not being able to participate in Halloween I missed out on that because I loved playing make believe. I loved using my imagination. And so this one day where everybody does it, it was just like, dang, I got to miss out because my parents did not. And I don't want to use the word believe in because what is there to believe in about Halloween? Um, you know, uh, are there such things as wiccans and witches? Yes, there is. I I do believe that they exist. You know what I'm saying? They they do exist. They're not fake. Um, but that's the thing. The thing is is that because that is real, and people do play around with demonic spirits i don't want to necessarily celebrate that with my kids so in letting them participate in halloween that's not what it's about and it's kind of like how my mom let me participate in christmas without necessarily believing that there was this man who traveled around the world delivering presents to everybody um But, anyways, so that was the agreement. They weren't going to do Halloween, but they were going to do Christmas. Uh, But then we started doing Character Day. And because my kids love playing dress up, I was like, okay, let's do it. And then it went from just dressing up and and being able to wear your costume or or wearing the character from your favorite book to school to, hey, let's walk around the neighborhood and actually participate in this trick or treating thing. And so now, as a family, we do it. So it's kind of changed. But, you know, because of this uh, compromise that we started in the beginning, um, the kids were, we did let them believe in Santa. So, you know, we tried different things over the year and I was just talking to a friend about it too, because we started a new tradition, um, last year with the kids, which was elf on the shelf. And, um, I didn't have an elf on the shelf. I didn't have a scout elf growing up. But my kids kept saying, Mommy, our friends are talking about this Scout Elf and Elf on the Shelf and we really want one. And then they were just like, I looked at the prices of this thing and I was just like, no, I'm not going to spend as much for this little old toy that you only gonna get to play with once a year. And so um, what ended up happening is that we watched a movie Elf on the Shelf and I loved what it stood for and everything. And um, after going through because we started this tradition last year. So that was 2019 And so 2017 and 2018 were really rough years for our family. And so um, 2019 was going to be, or, or the 2019 Christmas anyway, was going to be really different because this time we were going to celebrate Christmas without both mama and Papa Jenkins. And so we were like, we wanna do something different. And like I said, Christmas is not only my favorite time of year or this time of year is not just my favorite time. It's also Anthony's. And so for him, I try to keep that alive as much as I can because I know that it's hard for him not having his parents here anymore. And so for me it's just like okay how can I do it other than us decorating the house and you know putting all the decorations up and having the Christmas music playing and you know these little things what else could I do and so we decided to go ahead and start the new tradition with the elf on the shelf and last year was so much fun with doing that with the kids and so um you know he came to visit again this year and Skyland was saying, I wonder, if, well, they named him Joy, a, a.k.a. JJ for Joy Jenkins. And so they, um, they were like, I wonder if Joy will, will bring a friend this year. Like, I really want a girl elf. So this year Joy brought Snowflake, a.k.a. Snow. So they've been around the house um, and just making mischief as little elves do and having a great time. And it's been fun. And so I was talking to a friend about it because I was telling her about the elves and everything. And she was just like, yeah, we, you know, we don't necessarily do that. And it's fine. And I had to explain that to my kids because, um, One of her little friends were over and they were saying like, oh, that's not real. My parents said it's not real. And so I told her, I said, Skylin, that's okay. Some people believe and some people don't. And it's okay if you choose to believe. And that that was my biggest thing, like because as a kid, as a kid who did not believe in Santa Claus, I was that kid who told other kids that Santa Claus didn't exist. And I got in trouble in school about it because I made this one little kid cry by telling them that. And so I realized, let me not ruin your dreams just because I don't believe in them. (laughs) And that is a lesson for us all. Don't go around ruining somebody else's dream just because you don't believe. You know what I'm saying? Um, and again, in the words of Tabitha Brown, that's their business. You know what I'm saying? And that's your business. If you choose not to believe, that's your business. And if they choose to believe, that's their business. But don't go around messing up other people's hopes and dreams just because you don't believe in something. It's like my pastor always says, don't share your 8x10 vision with a 3x5 thinker because they don't have room enough to receive what it is that you're believing for. And my thing is, is that when you have hope and belief in something, it allows you to believe in the impossible it's like you know pastor michael todd always says it's only crazy until it happens but you somebody gotta believe in the crazy you know what i'm saying like you have to believe in that in order for it to happen and for me i don't see anything wrong with allowing my kids to um believe in the the magic of christmas you know so yeah we do the elf on the shelf and yeah there always ends up being a present under the tree that says to sky and aj from santa um and that's the one present that they receive it it's it's funny because we um i was having a conversation with my kids the other day about the gifts because there are gifts underneath our tree right now but they're not gifts for for them it's like you know, gifts for other people or the gifts that Anthony and I have bought for for ourselves. We've already put those on the tree, but the kids' gifts, they're not under the tree yet. And so um, they were looking under there. I'm like, what are y'all looking for? None of those are for you. And AJ was like, well, I was looking because I wanted to see how big my gifts were. And I was just like, that's exactly why your gifts are not under the tree, <laughs> you know? Um, and that was also another thing that kind of helped us with, you know, the whole Santa delivers your gifts because Anthony, I think, Over the years, like I I mentioned this earlier, we tried different things and in the beginning you know when they were smaller we would put the gifts underneath the tree as as we bought them we wrapped them up and we put them underneath the tree but we realized that our kids that it was so much anticipation because they were over there to touch like can i open it can i just... no you have to wait till christmas and so um one year anthony was like yeah we can't keep them underneath the tree it's torture for the kids so we need to put them up so we stopped putting their gifts underneath the tree and we would hide them so it just helped the whole storyline of how Santa delivers them Christmas Eve night and you wake up Christmas morning and they're there because that's when we would put them out would be Christmas Eve night. So that in the morning when they woke up, they would be there. Um, And then there was one year where Anthony was just like, well, when I was a kid, you know, my parents didn't wrap our gifts. We just woke up and they were all under the tree. So I was like, all right, well, let's try it your way this year. And so we tried it one year. I was not happy. I don't think the kids were happy either because it takes away the joy and the anticipation and the excitement of ripping open your gift. Like, what did I get? What did I get? What is this? You know, versus just seeing it there. It's like, oh, wow. And like Christmas was already over before it started because you come out and you see, oh, oh, I got this. This is great. Okay, great. No, let's wrap them. I'm the one who wraps anyway. It's no time you know off your your checklist or whatever i got this (laughs) um so we've tried those different things but because their gifts don't go underneath the tree until christmas day that was another way but skyla was saying to me she was like no um I said, because I ended up saying to her um, when they were talking about the gifts being on the tree, I said, well, no, your gifts aren't under the tree. I said, for this very reason, because you guys would be looking, trying to figure out what's inside of them. I said, and besides, Santa doesn't deliver them until Christmas Eve night anyway, right? And so Skylin was like, yeah, but that's just one. I'm talking about the gifts that you and daddy buy. <laughs> and I was so tickled by that. I was just laughing um, at her because I thought that that was, um, it was funny, but that's my kids, my kids know where their gifts come from. Um, but like I said, there's always one gift underneath the tree that's from Santa that just, you know, continues that whole belief in the magic of it all. And that's for the Jenkins household. You know what I'm saying? Um, we have a couple of other family traditions. One of the things that the kids look forward to is Christmas Eve night. We started this tradition. Ooh, I want to say maybe about six or seven years ago. I can't remember. But um, what we do on Christmas Eve night is called Cinema and Cookies Night. And so we stay up and we watch Christmas movies all night long and we bake Christmas cookies. And so we're sitting there with our hot cocoa or in Anthony's case, maybe some coffee. And um, because he doesn't do chocolate, I know, I don't know what's wrong with him. Um, but we sit there, and we, the kids make cookies and, and we eat them and we watch movies together. And so we all end up falling asleep in the living room right next to the tree um Anthony usually gets up and goes into the bed because he's just like the the floor doesn't work for him or he may fall asleep on the couch but we usually just all camp out there together and so Christmas morning when we wake up we wake up right underneath the tree and then there's the presents and then the kids get to go open their gifts so that's something that we definitely look forward to every year um I remember the year that we did that with um anthony's brother and his wife and their family and it was just so many of us um packed in the living room because uh, our friends the lorries they come over as well and so all of us are just sitting there and we're watching movies and we're eating cookies and it's just a great time you know and this season is just a great time it's just a great time of year and i get it i know that right now it's hard because for some of us we can't be with our families um some of us may actually be in quarantine right now because we tested positive for covid or you have family members older elder family members that you're trying to protect and so you don't want them traveling and you know you don't want to go to them and i get it it's hard this year but there's so many things out there that we could use that we could still be together like for example tonight my family we're going to have a virtual Christmas gathering. You know, it's not the same as us all being together um, with each other, but at least we're going to be able to see each other's faces. And I have a few, you know, things in store for us to play a couple of games virtually. So we're not just sitting there staring at each other or trying to talk over each other at one time. I remember the first Zoom call that we did like that. Everybody was talking. It was just like, oh my gosh, I was sitting there with my my mic off (laughs) on mute because I'm like, how y'all talking to each other in Whatever. So this time around, I plan on playing some games with them. Hopefully they'll be into it. My family dynamic is different, but hey, that's my business. I'm pretty sure your family dynamic is different too. <laughs> but um, seriously, what are your holiday traditions? What What are some new holiday traditions that you've started this year? Because we are still in the middle of a pandemic um, and that you may not be able to travel. And I know that there are some people who are traveling. They're like, I'm not going to let COVID stop me from living my life. And hey, that's your business. And I pray for protection over you and your family and everybody that you are around as you're traveling. And I pray for safe traveling mercy for you. You know what I'm saying? I get it. We can't let this just stop us from living, but we can live cautiously, you know, so stack up on your hand sanitizer, make sure you're wearing your mask. And if you're traveling via airport or whatever, put your gloves on, be mindful of what your gloves are touching, you know what I'm saying? And taking them off when you need to or to change them out, uh, because some people just feel like the gloves are, they're disposable, you know, they not, they should not be reasonable, <laughs> but anyways, um, I just wanted to share, you know, these little thoughts with you guys, and let you know what's going on, I mean, this is my world, this is what's happening in my world right now, and I would love for you to share with me what's happening in yours, so you know you can always connect with me on Instagram at Hannah's World 0 at me, DM me, whatever you want. Just, you know, share your thoughts with me. Tell me what you're doing this Christmas. And then you can also connect by sending in your listener letters to uh, World at zero zero at gmail.com because I'm still, you know, receiving all the listener letters there. And then I'm on Facebook, you know, check me out, Hannah's World. I'm there too. So until next time, peace out world.